Hello, welcome to episode 150, season 7, episode 16 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. 150-150? That's right. There's been 150 of these. Allegedly. Yeah, there's no way that's right. That's, yeah, someone but, check the math on that. Are you counting the episode where you spoke for 11 minutes because you deleted yeah. the track? Yeah, that one doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know. I am what about the, the lost? Ep- what about the lost episode that we totally recorded and it's all gone now? <laughs> Isn't that the one that the bodega bit was on? That was just no. lost the segment of it. Oh, yeah, okay. The one, I, the one I was talking about was the one where you had what's his name, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Jordan Peterson was on. Jordan Peterson joined us. <laughs> I can't even do it. That was that was Kermit. Oh, hi, hope here, <laughs> Jordan Peterson. I mean, honestly. You, uh-huh. you put them side by side, put like a uh, like a sheet or something in between them. Could you tell the difference? It's, it's also like George Lucas. Oh, actually, my uh, original <laughs> attention was the Kowakian uh, monkey lizards would be uh, Jedi's themselves. Christ. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's huh? better, your George Lucas or your uh, walking impression. How? All right. So definitely not walking. <laughs> yeah, definitely not walking. Um, Come on. Let's go ahead and start out by talking about the polls. So, um, I'm the only one here. Let's go ahead and talk about, uh, we're, we're going to skip most of these except for the only poll that matters and, uh, maybe this, uh, composite analytical thing and, uh, possibly the CFP rankings. It is now 8:45 on Tuesday. We currently do not have them yet due to basketball. Thanks ESPN. Due to ESPN. Eight forty-five yes. real people time. In case you, uh, some of you other fucks live in other time zones. Great. Yep. ESPN can just do whatever the fuck they want. I guess with like, if there's any reason, like any excuse we need that ESPN should not have as much control to do with CFP is that they can just move the the ranking show whenever they want it. They can have it at seven o'clock. They can have it at mm-hmm. nine o'clock. We get on noon on the last time. Okay. Listen. Hey. In fairness, in fairness, does this week's <laughs> rankings matter at all? None of them no, do, for then, the most part, except for the last ones. Don't, yeah, so who cares? <clears throat> I do, because it's fucking stupid that they should just release them. They, there should just be an email that goes out. It's just like, okay. here you go. Here's the rankings come out at 7 o'clock every single week. If you want to talk about them, ESPN, you can talk about them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. We'll, 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 we'll roll out our guy who's going to sit here and lie to everyone about all the questions they ask him about why they rank certain teams somewhere. Okay. Hey. Uh, let's start out by talking about the only poll that matters, the FPI. Andrew, can you do the honors? Uh, I sure can. Okay. Uh, our top four is the same as last week. Okay. So it is still Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, mm-hmm. Michigan. Actually, mm-hmm. our top five is the same, and Tennessee. Okay. Uh, we have a slight okay. shakeup in six and seven. Uh, Utah Utes have moved to the sixth place spot. Okay. And moving all the way down one spot after their fourth loss of the season. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Texas Longhorns. Uh-huh. Who are six and four are the seventh best team in college football. <laughs> I um, did say last week that it would be great to see take top six Texas Longhorns at six and four. Although now they're top seven. Top seven. All right, let, let me uh, in. Um, we'll we'll come back to that here in a second. So I'm going to do the uh, the composite analytics rankings from uh, CFB Nate on Twitter. So uh, you got Georgia, Ohio State, uh, decent size gap down to Alabama. Uh, at uh, what eight and two, seven and two? Sorry. Um, what are we looking at? The the next one. We looking at your BCF toys? No, 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 no. Oh, further no. down. Uh, Alabama no, at three, okay, Michigan, yeah, yeah. Tennessee, Penn State, Texas, also at seven, according to all of the analytic stuff. Uh, Utah at eight, LSU and TCU. So what does this tell you about T- about Texas being number seven? It tells that you that they're. Whoa, what broken. does that tell you about analytics? No, it. That's the way I would ask. No, what it it tells you everything about about the coach, Steve Sarkeesian, pulling losses out of uh, actually a pretty good team. That's what this is telling you. I feel like that's that's that's, mm, bo- that's baloney. That is. I don't think so. That is like. These are like self-reaffirming things of like, yep, our poll says they're good, so no, we got to like that's not how it, here a bit. That's not how it works, though. Like how analytics, It is how it works. No, how analytics polls work is they look at what you do. explain analytics to me? Yes. Apparently, I need to. They, they are not looking at the final results of a game. They're looking at the stats that you're putting up and saying, based on that, 
based on all of these things that you're doing and everybody else is doing, this is where you should fall. That doesn't mean that they're there because they have Sark as a coach and he's tremendously underachieving at Texas. And I don't. Let's look. Can I ask you a question? Let's really, look. I think this is an honest, honest question. Honest question. You have 130 teams and you have 10 games worth of data. How accurate can these analytics be? Honestly. I mean, they're as good as the as the data I that would they like, have. I mean, I, don't, I, I would, know I would like to yeah, see. Yeah, but how good can that be? I would like to see the analytics from their that are getting these polls together, look at the Texas and TCU game, look at the stats, and then tell me that looking at stats and the other, whatever they want to say, I think they're waiting too much on recruit rankings, which sure, that could be coaching, but we're looking at the stats here of Texas TCU. Texas ran for 28 yards, threw for 171 yards. TCU ran for 159 yards, threw for 124 yards. Like, it's... Let's see. Uh... Texas, Texas third down efficiency, one for thirteen last week. Yeah, how many and how many turnovers it, did they have? One. But you can't. But I would. That's why I'd like to see these models. Okay, let's look at that game and say what did the model say? Well, then that's you know. Well, they can't look at the stats because Texas one for thirteen. Well, if anything, what the everything is telling you is the tech, uh, TCU is overachieving, and most people keep on thinking, well, this is going to be the week that they've been squeaking by teams all year this is going to be the week that they finally lose so nobody's been giving them any credit analytics still don't um because they're squeaking by teams and they're kind of pulling these wins out of their asses sometimes whereas so we have we have the opposite of tcu yes of, this texas. is the week that they're that they're that they're gonna they're gonna lose and the other was this is the week that texas is gonna win no it, it, everything is saying texas <laughs> should be winning these games and they're not um so i don't i don't know what all that says other than that i don't know it seems like our our texas fans on the on the on the discord are not not too happy about sark right now i don't it seems it seems like they should be doing a lot better i don't know i guess the other discussion is that when you were started out the year looking fairly good things look like shit recently i don't know if that's a the other discussion is we need these models are garbage okay if they're still in texas in the top 10 yep yep okay you need to reevaluate of what you're looking at if you're having Texas top ten with your model. Okay. Well, there's six of them here, and they all do that. Well, they're all wrong. Yeah, they're probably all based on the same. And they're data. all pulling the FBI They're data. all based on the same data because the data is the same everywhere. It's your your conclusions that you draw from it. So right, I mean, and I, I think they're they're bad conclusions. Okay. I'm assuming they're like like Andrew says. I think they're waiting uh, recruiting too heavily, and. Um, Probably uh, for some of these schools, they're, they're waiting the conference they're in. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think that there's too many teams. We think Texas is already getting a SEC too much turnover. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I think there's too many teams with too much yearly turnover and not enough games being played every year to have accurate analytical models. That's what I think. Well, the problem is that you you have to take recruiting rankings into account when you've only got some, and you have to take prior years numbers into account um, at least for a while Why? because you only have a limited sample size. And if you're trying to put out something week one, you have to have something, some starting point. Okay. So like, say for like Oklahoma, you would use last year's data when they lost their coach, right? They lost their starting quarterback, top two starting quarterbacks, right? Yep. And you're going to use that data. Well, how's, who, how's that going to help you? I mean, you're, going to go he players players graduate i you know what i'm saying like it's so there's no way this stuff can be accurate well every sport has like every sport has coaching changes they have people that leave every year like so i mean okay but like say like baseball that has like 160 games you get a lot more out of your analytical data right sure you have a ton of games sure so like this is ten games, and you're using last year's data when I don't think that players graduate last year's data at this point. I'm saying early in the year, you have to have a, a starting point. So your starting point to as a percentage of your formula is how they were last year, and then you look at what they might have lost, like who who went to the NFL, who graduated, 
and then you look at recruiting classes and you're kind of averaging all of these things out and whatever percentage they are in your formula. And you're trying to make a a decent guess of where they are. And then as you go throughout the year, then it becomes more about the results and less about what they did the previous year until anyways, I mean, back, back to, let's go back to the garbage FPI poll so we can finish on this. They have TCU 16th. who's 10 and no. Okay. They have this one's pretty good. They have NC State, who's nine and one at twenty ninth. Also, your uh, composite ranking here doesn't even have NC State in the top twenty five anywhere on this composite ranking at not or not NC State, sorry, UNC. I'm at UNC for both those things. Uh, on this composite ranking at all? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I saw Texas A&M on here. Texas A&M is three and seven. This fortieth. Ugh. Is uh, NC State isn't even ranked by the AP at all, and they're no. I meant UNC. I meant UNC, not NC State. Oh, okay. Who's nine and one? Okay, I was about to say I don't think NC State not no. being in there is no. really UNC a indictment. They're not very UNC. good. Uh, UNC, yeah, nobody's very impressed with them. They're nine and one. At some point, winning has to matter. Is all I'm saying. Hmm. Uh, I, I listen. I I know that y- y'all don't care about matter. about analytic polls or whatever. But I, don't, I, I, I want to be real clear. I think analytics are good. I think the sample size in college football is too small to get accurate. Analytics. All I'm saying that is, I'm is that say. they do not look at wins and losses. They are looking at stats and making a judgment like a power rating based off of that. And what this should tell you is that Texas is the seventh. Seventh best team according to the the composite like of these five different ones SP plus FPI beta rank or sorry six FEI K Ford and CFP winning edge according to those they should be the seventh best team in the country if they're not then that speaks more to a a results type thing which would indicate mm. coaching then why don't you put coaching in your analytical model I don't know how you account for coaching other than you can say I don't know you account for play you account for player talent. <laughs> account for coaching talent how do you, how do, you uh, do you get like a recruiting agency to say like oh Saban and you know I don't know Kirby Smart Dabo maybe uh, I think ha- if you can rank uh, a player on on, <laughs> uh, on their quality I mean if you can rank players on their quality you should be able to rank coaches on their quality <laughs> it should be easier since you have a much larger sample size uh, sometimes Wait, where would Bill O'Brien be on a is he a, is he a blue chip <clears throat> yeah, incredibly yeah, high. All right. Keep him there forever. Yep. All right, uh, let's start out by uh, talking about last week's game. So we're just going to skip the match. I don't think anybody uh, really cares all that much. Uh, we'll, uh, we could probably skip this one too, but uh, Georgia Southern, uh, Louisiana Lafayette Thursday. Louisiana Lafayette was favored by three and a half. They won 36-17. Um, Billy Napier's old team, I guess, who's now just calling themselves Louisiana for the most part. Uh, Friday we had... That's fine. East Carolina at Cincinnati favored by six and a half, and they won 27-25. Wait, who won? Cincinnati. Cincinnati won? Mm-hmm. Sure did. Uh, They seem to be, uh, they lost a lot of players after last year. A little bit more of a struggle this year, but they're still solid, I guess. Um, Colorado at USC. USC was favored by 34 and a half. They won 55-17. Saturday, we had Notre Dame favored by 16 and a half at Navy. Notre Dame won 35-32. Wow. I didn't realize wow. it was that close. Right, uh, mm-hmm. They were up by a lot at halftime, and then I guess they just didn't do anything. They didn't score in the second half at all. That's yeah. uh, interesting strategy. Uh, Missouri at Tennessee. Tennessee was favored by 20 and a half. Uh, Tennessee won 66-24. Um, I put in a little tidbit in here. It's interesting that, I, I mean, I guess when you're not going to have an opportunity for to be in your conference championship game as Tennessee... And you've got to make an impression on the committee somehow because they've said before that they weigh conference championships more than most things, essentially. Well, they only do that when... It- sure. Well, they, they've said in the past that, narrative, that yeah. the conference championships games matter a lot. And then maybe they'll figure out some, something else this year matters more. But um, running up the score, <laughs> calling a timeout with two minutes left to try to score another touchdown in Missouri uh, is uh, is a strategy. I, I would assume that... What's his name? Eli... Drinkwitz at Missouri was probably not too happy at Josh Heupel, but whatever. Indiana at Ohio State. Ohio State was uh, favored by 40 and a half. They won 56 to 14. Andrew? 
What say uh, you? That game was it was not. I mean, it was unremarkable in many ways. Uh, yeah. our, our starting right back got hurt again, so we are now down to uh, literally our last uh, scholarship running back, uh-huh. uh, who is our sixth running back on the roster. How'd you lose uh, five running backs? Uh, so the two starters, the two guys who've been starting back and forth, I've been like alternating weeks of when they're out. Uh, and then the, uh, actual third stringer who is going to come in towards ACL in the off season. And then another one did something. And then the fifth string guy got hurt two weeks ago. He's supposed to be back this week though. And then now the sixth string guy is a true freshman. Uh, but he had like a, he's had a good game. He had like 150 yards or something. Uh, there was a very cool moment though in the Ohio state game. Uh, Cameron Babb, who is a fifth year wide receiver for Ohio state. Uh, he is a team captain. He is Ohio state also started awarding a block O Jersey. It's just the number zero to like the team voted player. And he has torn his ACL four times, two on each knee. Uh, and he was a big time recruit, like a five-star recruit coming into uh, college. Who, do- who are your doctors, man? He, Shouldn't they man. be like? Sh- 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 should they be rebuilding it stronger? I don't understand. I don't. I don't know. But he kept. So he's he hasn't got to play. This is his first game. He was got suited up for. He got to play. They put him at the end at his very first catch. Uh, in that for Ohio State was also a touchdown, and the whole team like ran on the field. Uh, and they took like all these delayed game penalties. It was actually like a really cool moment for that kid. Cool. So, Way to battle through those hardships of four ACL tears is some tough shit, man. I mean, I feel like that's the universe telling you that maybe this is not the career path for you. Uh, but that was it. I don't know. Offense is good. Defense is good. We're not going to know shit until we play Michigan, so. Yeah. It, to be fair, I don't know if Michigan knows shit until they play y'all, so same thing. Well, we're, we're still not sure if Michigan can pass. <laughs> J- J- unsure if J.J. McCarthy can actually throw the ball. I'm... I'm leaning towards no, but uh, we, we will see in that game. Blake Corum can run the ball. We'll also see. He can run it. I guess we'll also see if Bill's uh, secondary is is as improved as it as seems to be, slash oh, you that, think it is. We'll, we'll see. That won't be. That won't be. Michigan won't be the test for that. No, probably not. That'll come in the college football playoffs. Oh, probably against what's looking like. Uh, one of uh, Georgia, Tennessee, or TCU, I, I would assume. Talk holds out, that is. And oh, okay, so maybe our, our okay, so only our second drug test versus Tennessee because they're the only passing team out there. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We pass a lot more than they do, but that's cool. Oh, God. All right. Tell me about your nine touching pass down. Look at Touch, <laughs> touchdown passes. Okay, hello? Hello? That number is <laughs> incorrect, but carry on. Um. Uh. <laughs> so next game we had LSU favored by three at Arkansas, and uh, Vegas nailed it. LSU won thirteen ten. There you go. We laughed at this line, but Vegas, Vegas did. did. They always know they're. They knew it was going <laughs> to snow, and that there was going to be chicken broth on the side. Chicken broth, hot chocolate, <laughs> and hot and chocolate coffee. And coffee. Yep. Man, I just want to drink a giant pot of coffee before I go fucking play some. I just want to have a, a the hot chocolate. I want to have a good, cup though. of broth in one hand and a cup of coffee in the other. Oh, oh god. The broth makes sense because you know, like salt and you know, like yeah. electrolytes and that stuff. But like coffee, man, just fucking dehydrate you. <laughs> shit, shit your pants. <laughs> Mess. That's probably for the coaches. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Nebraska and Michigan, uh, Michigan fair by 28 and a half. They won 34 to three. So good job. I guess got it again. It's almost like they know what they're doing. I feel like Nebraska's interim head coach is, uh, he's going to lose the interim title, but he's also going to lose the head coach title too. (laughs) He's going to lose all (laughs) responsibilities. Yes. Um, UCF at Tulane. Tulane was fair by two and a half. UCF won 38 to 31. TCU at Texas. Texas favored by seven, and they lost by seven. Fools. Fools. Yeah, 17 to 10. Got two wrapped up in the analytics. <laughs> um, I think everybody's <laughs> been doubting TCU, including Vegas, apparently. Not me. And their own internal power ratings that they have. Um, 
belief. Well, I think that we've probably reached that point where just when everybody's come around sometimes teams just win just when everybody's come around on tcu and everybody's gonna be like well they all right fine i've seen enough finally after what 10 or 11 games i'm finally gonna gonna um gonna think that they're gonna do it and then they're gonna drop a game that's just how it's gonna go who's who's who, who do they have left they have two games left do they play chicken shit on chicken shit Saturday or no? That's a, that's a, that's an SEC kind of. Thing. They play uh, well. No, that that's next week. Uh, sorry, uh, Carl. They they play Baylor this week and then they play Iowa State next week. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that uh, how that goes. Uh, Washington at Oregon. Oregon was favored by thirteen and a half. Uh, they did not win. Washington won thirty seven thirty four. Um, that was a, a very good game. If you, uh, I highly recommend if you didn't watch it to at least watch like that fourth quarter. Uh, it was amazing of Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. just throwing deep ball after deep ball. Uh, yeah, didn't. Uh, uh, didn't Phoenix end up with like a shit ton of turnovers in that game? Yeah. Phoenix? Uh, he had one pick, I know. Um, I don't know if he had fumbles, but I know he had a pick. Uh, okay. Hold on, I'm looking. Hey, how about... It was a very good game. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they rolled out. Uh, a a gimpy Bo Nix at the end to try and throw a uh, Hail Mary to win the game and I think he threw it about 27 yards. Yeah, he bounced <laughs> it to him. <laughs> um, great, great game though. Watch, the, watch, the, watch like the last like 10 minutes of that game. Highly recommend. Okay. okay. Yeah, he, they, I guess they put in Ty Thompson uh, for a pass mm-hmm. and was 0 for 1. Um, mm-hmm. Bonix was 19 for 27 for 280 yards, and Phoenix was uh had 408 yards, but a uh, an interception in there. So, anyway, um, interesting game. Also, uh, I don't know if that's going to be the I mean, I'm assuming that that's it for Oregon as far as playoff hopes are concerned because they're uh, two losses now. Um, but interesting story, I suppose, for Bonix. Maybe he's got himself if he can. Uh, I'm not sure what his uh, what his health is after the game, but maybe he has a, a shot still at the uh, at the Heisman, whatnot. But uh, do you guys have any opinions on who you think should win the Heisman right now? I know we're past September Heisman, so what, who, who's your Stetson Bennett, the Boy. fourth? Who's your Esquire. November Heisman? I'm gonna abstain from the question. Okay. Um, as of right now, I, th- I mean, it's, uh, I think it rarely goes to the best player, which is kind of my, um, disclaimer, but up front, I would probably say it's a, going to be a quarterback. Most likely it looks like, I mean, in my opinion, CJ, Ooh, got on a ledge. Yeah, why don't you I think CJ, uh, Stroud, um, Drake, uh, was it Drake may f- from, uh, Drake may Drake may probably won't even go to, to New I think York. He'll be top three. Um, uh, God, Drake May has the most UNC face of all time. Uh, Bryce is not going to repeat, obviously. Um, but maybe he should. He might be playing better than he did last year. He is literally willing that team to wins at this point. Yeah, he is their whole team. <laughs> I don't. Should we not be giving yeah. him more? Credit? He's going to be the first. Uh, like, he's going to be the first Alabama quarterback since Blake Sims to not win a Natty in his time there. Some of like the the plays he makes to get out of like sacks and just keep oh, yeah. plays alive are remarkable. Yes, they beat Texas because of his <laughs> you know elusiveness. They beat Ellis or not LSU. They beat uh, Texas A and M because of that too on that last minute yep. drive. Uh, so many so many of their successes, uh, although they, I mean, and I'm not trying to dunk on them. They haven't had. It doesn't seem like that many this year on offense, but. So many of them are because of an individual moment of brilliance because of something has completely broken down and Bryce Young is running for his life and makes something happen yeah. right at the last yeah. second, which is incredible to watch because yeah. um, he's just a. Uh, it's weird to say he's an incredible athlete because he's shorter than Stetson Bennett, but he has a, 
an uncanny ability of keeping the play al alive as long as possible. And like, you think you got him down, he wiggles out of it, and then he he's about to cross the line of scrimmage, and one of his receivers finally breaks free because they weren't open before. They're they've broken free, and they're now you know five yards open. And he throws a a pass, but him just getting out of those plays, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I mean, his whole offense. Yeah. Last year they had some weapons. They have they, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, they have Jameer Gibbs and, and him. Uh, Latu's good occasionally. They're tight end, but he not uh, he's not a dominant tight end. But he he definitely comes up with like some a few catches where I'm like, okay, damn, why don't they get that guy the ball more? But I'm assuming he's just not getting open, or maybe he's not on the field as much. I don't know. But uh, next game. We had, I was trying to remember where, where we actually were. Um, okay, yeah, Georgia, February 16 and a half, Mississippi State, they won 45-19. Yeah. Um, not really much to state here. I think we're a pretty known quantity at this point. North Carolina at Wake Forest, February by three and a half, Wake was. And North Carolina won 36-34. So, good job to them. Uh Tom, I can't help but notice that your team's yeah. not on here, even though well, we include every team every week from all three of us, as yeah, stated uh, on this podcast as a fact. I would like, I would like to, to state that I think Clemson was included once, and it was the week we lost. So if Andy wants to keep leaving us off, it's probably for the best. How did things go for Clemson last week, Tom? Do you want to talk about it? Uh, they won okay. by a lot, uh, but it was Louisville, so... I don't know. Will Shipley had an amazing touchdown run where he uh, he hurdled somebody and then two other defenders bounced <clears> off <throat> him and he ran into the end zone. Mm -hmm. It's great. We did um, we did uh, lock in place the ACC title game though this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't feel great about playing uh, North Carolina. No, that's that's gonna be like a forty-seven to fifty-six. They're gonna game. make like DJU is gonna have a yes. career game. <laughs> yes, he is. It's not I, I, look. I'm telling you right now, if we do anything except run the ball all game, I'm going to be furious because I know they can't stop the run, and we have one they of can't the stop anything in the uh, in the conference. Yeah, but like, but yeah, <laughs> but like, DJ throws interceptions, so just keep running the ball. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a career game of 300 yards and two TDs. Um. <laughs> just keep running it. Just have Will Shipley run it 100 times. Who cares? <sighs> okay, you, you guys gonna. Gonna kill him like uh who was that the other day that we were looking at how many uh how many rushes they had? I mean I know that Blake Corum's got a shitload. He rushes the ball like thirty times a no, game. He's going the the Wisconsin and how Bama used to wear out their backs. They they don't do it as much anymore. They Blake Blake Corum's gonna come into the league like he is a six year veteran. Yeah. Bald ass <laughs> tires. Yeah. Just wear those tires out. Um also, that that man is five eight, like two hundred fifty pounds. Jesus he is just like just like a a tree trunk. Can you imagine trying to trying to tackle that dude? Like just that man is thick. And a bowl of oatmeal. Um, I looked it up. Actual stats: five eight, two hundred ten pounds. I think the two hundred ten pounds. Oh, no, he's is low. probably like a. Jeez, man. Uh, he's probably like two twenty, two twenty five. But at five eight, you said. Good God! Yeah. Yeah, he's so low to the ground. It would feel like you're like you're hitting a tree trunk when you try to tackle him. Anyway, uh, we had a write-in game here. Did not think it was going to be anything. Uh, Vanderbilt had not had a conference win, and I think something like 26 games. And they went on the road at Kentucky and beat them 24 to 21. Your uh, one of your. Y'all remember when Te when uh, sorry when K Kentucky? Yeah, was I do. And do you remember uh, when Will Levis was thought to be a first round quarterback? Uh, that, no, that's, not that's still might be true. The, the no, I there were legitimately people at the beginning of the season, not including me, and I was like, "This is stupid." People, people are saying people are saying that Kentucky's elite. <laughs> people, people are saying, are saying it. it. Will Levis went eleven for twenty three for one hundred and nine total yards and one interception. Um. He'll still he'll still be a top Vanderbilt's four quarterback, quarterback did better than he did, but people had him as like the top quarterback taken. I could I could I can I can imagine a world where someone talks themselves into that. Sure, because he's tall <sighs> and he's white. He doesn't have yeah. the tools. What else? What else do you need? Those are two intangibles that you need to be. A I was going to say. I was going to say. 
pry above average. <laughs> Those are two things you so, need, like you know. what in regular life or in, in the NFL. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah they do. In regular life. Uh, but anyway, uh, so like, how is he? I, I I just I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Well, I do because I see what these NFL teams do every year. And most of us fans that pay attention to the college football are generally like, what the hell are you doing taking a quarterback from Duke in the first round? I bet I bet they have some they have some <laughs> analytics model that says how good they should have played and then versus what they actually did play. Like, well, they should have played better, so draft them first overall. Well to be fair, I was wrong about Josh Allen as I think a lot of people were when we were like, Why are you taking this dude from there? He didn't, you know, look at the competition he played. And then he's been unreal. Also, the guy that the Giants took from... Uh, well, that's what I was bringing up a second ago. Was it David... Uh, Danny Dimes. Uh, what's his name? A- anyway, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Daniel Jones, yes. Daniel He's not Jones, good. Uh, that's who I was referring to. I mean, the Giants are winning. <clears throat> Maybe it's in spite of him. I don't want to see him. He would not be considered a top quarterback the, the, by any means. Uh, the, the NFC East is very bizarre right now. <laughs> He's probably one of the worst yeah. quarterbacks in the uh, starting, I would think. Anyway, there's a lot of bad starting quarterbacks. Honestly. Your game, yes, there are. Uh, game of yeah. the week, we had Alabama favored by eleven and a half uh, at Ole Miss. They won thirty to twenty four. Um, that was, it was pretty a good. good game. Um, I good will game. bring up here that I think that Lane did what he did last year in going for it um, on fourth down at least twice. Twice that I saw, he did it in the red zone where he could have kicked a field goal. Um, so that's two, two potential field goals, but he could have scored touchdowns, but he too. did not, uh, sure thing, sure thing they would lost by six points. He could have potentially gotten six. I bet he could have potentially gotten six points out of that. Um, I'm just saying maybe one of those times you should just, uh, you should just take the points. And I mean, I called it, um, thinking a text to Andrew during the game. I was, and the first time he went for it and he didn't get it. I was like, you watch these not going for these field goals is going to come back to bite them. And it did at the end of the game. I'm not sure what else to say about this other than that, you know, Alabama is not, you know, they're not winning the West or they, they did not. Cause LSU locked that up last weekend. <laughs> You're one Brian Kelly. SEC That's right. West champion. Can you believe it? Nope. What a time to be alive. Everyone, everyone, Missouri nope. did it. You're one. <laughs> I was, was about to uh, say that anyway. They I don't. Won. I don't remember them ever winning the West. Yeah, yeah. one. <laughs> I remember them winning their division. You're one. I do. I do remember them winning the East. The East that contained. <laughs> hey, that was a dark time for us. <laughs> Let's see them do it now. Uh, your turn of the week was Miami at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was favored by one and a half somehow. Uh, Miami won thirty-five to fourteen. I so for all the times we think that Vegas knows what the hell they're doing, I don't know what the hell they were doing here. But I mean, I know Miami's bad, but. Miami started Miami started a new quarterback this week and I think he played extremely well. So mm. I think that is probably something that no one took into consideration. I don't know. I don't know if Vegas takes coaching hires there and uh, what, what was my uh, what was my my turd of the week that you didn't pick? Know. It was a few weeks ago that we had three potential mm. turds. No, there was one that was like the most obvious one ever. Oh, and you Auburn, didn't pick it. Auburn, Texas yeah. A&M probably. Yeah, 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 it was. And you didn't pick it. And that game was fucking 13 to 10. <laughs> Texas A&M looked fucking miserable okay. the whole game. You're going to tell me that... Auburn passed... Auburn You're going to tell me that Miami yards. and Georgia Tech are not miserable too? <laughs> There's multiple options. This was more miserable because the analytics uh-huh. tell me that Texas A&M should be <laughs> okay. good and they're not. Well, it would actually, <laughs> and it would tell you that Jimbo's a shitty coach, which might be correct. Pac-12 after dark, we had Arizona at Utah, or sorry, UCLA, Utah, Arizona at UCLA. UCLA was fair by nineteen and a half. It was also a good game. Uh, a good Arizona game. won thirty-four twenty-eight. That's a lot of points to be favored Indeed. by and still lose. Uh, this one of these teams is going to come up this week for the game of the week, and we'll get there in a minute. You did uh, forget the other kind of probably one of the top five biggest upsets this season happened okay. this past week. Okay. Uh, when one NC State rolled into Boston College and lost by one point. 
one does not simply <laughs> roll into Boston College. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's an upset. Uh, NC State was favored by like thirty some points. I'm pretty sure. Woof, <laughs> yeah. man. Also, Boston College very bad. Very bad. Also, NC State is very bad now that they lost their quarterback. I mean, it was, it was they lost their quarterback like a month ago, but I mean, pretty bad. Some NC State shit is always going to happen. Um, let's talk about this week's games. We're gonna just not okay. talk about tonight's games. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, because yeah, oh, uh, Wednesday we'll just do these real quick. Eastern Michigan at Kent State. Kent State favored by seven and a half. Uh, that's at six on ESPN two. Also Wednesday you got Western Michigan at Central Michigan. Central favored by ten and a half. Directional. All the directional Michigans are playing. Uh, Central favored by ten and a half at eight All on ESPNU. That's correct. Is there a Northern Michigan and a Southern Michigan? Do they They're play? Not in D one at least. Uh, Thursday we got SMU uh, at Tulane. Tulane favored by three at seven thirty on ESPN. Friday you got South Florida at Tulsa. Tulsa favored by twelve and a half at nine on ESPN two. Um, Saturday, Florida is favored by 14 and a half at Vandy at 12 on the SEC network. Only including this here. Can Vandy get two conference wins in a row? Okay. Probably not. No, probably not, but maybe so. Nope. I don't know. Just, I wouldn't even say turn this on, but maybe look at the scoreboard and maybe Vandy will make it a game. I doubt it. Um, Illinois at Michigan, Michigan's favored by 17 and a half at noon on ABC. Uh, this will be the best defense Michigan yes. has played all season. This will be 17 and a half. That seems like a pretty large spread to me, considering Illinois is just going to try to churn the ball, and that's all Michigan does too. I just don't know if there's enough opportunities to get that spread up that high in that game. We'll see. But also, Illinois' defense is really bad, so they could win like 17 nothing. I think this is going to be, cover. if they get uh, 17 and a half, I think it's going to be a backdoor cover. I think it's going to be... Uh, late in the game, I think Illinois kind of keeps it close. Uh, that'll be that'll. I'm although now that I'm saying game. it's going to be a backdoor cover, okay. uh, Michigan's just going to come out and just run Blake Corum like 45 times and. Uh, yep. And yes, 35 exactly. to seven. So, um, Illinois has a shitty offense, but uh, one would think a good defense. But if they're going to be out there the whole game, eventually they're going to get worn out. Is my thinking. Um, Georgia favored by 22 and a half at Kentucky at 3:30 on CBS. Um, Kentucky no longer elite, but 22 and a half. Tom, I do have your team on here this week. You're welcome. Miami at Clemson. So Clemson's favored by 19 and a half at 3:30 on ESPN. Hang on, this one, Tom. Uh, They're gonna lose. All right, NC lose. State. This is gonna lose. You heard it here first. NC State at Louisville. <laughs> uh, poll, please, real quick. Uh, Tom, how do you pronounce Louisville? Okay. Andrew, how do you pronounce Louisville? Louisville? Of course, you say it wrong. Louisville, uh, Louisville favored by four and a half at three thirty on the ACC network. Sorry, we won the war, so we no. Nope. Uh, people from Louisville, uh, Louisville, they decide how it is pronounced. I'm sorry. I am kind of shocked, you know, thinking back that Ohio was not part of the South during the Civil War. Uh, no, we actually gave the most troops to the North, came from Ohio. How dare you? Did, did they just stay where they went? No. they went like an Ohio thing to bur- do. Burned Atlanta to the ground. <laughs> they, they moved. The Ohio troops went to, like, some other lands and then talked about how great Ohio was. Yeah, and then they burned it all down, the entire That's South. The, the wow. Ohio thing to do. General Sherman rolled in. Great. But way to advocate total war, uh-huh. uh, Andrew. Well, you know, you, you could have surrendered. He said he was going to do it. He gave a warning and then said, you guys need to surrender or I'm going to burn way, this place. Way to advocate distor- destroying it. It. civilian property. He is there you a go. man. He is a man civilian of property. his way, way to advocate doing that. Well, what a terrorist. Um Sometimes Ohio State favored by rough. 27 and a half Let's at Maryland on ABC. I don't think we're going to learn anything from this. Speaking of burning uh, things, speaking of burning things to the ground, we're going to burn Maryland to the ground. I was going to say it does. It seems like it should be like 35 or so. Remember, uh, like in 20. 20- 
2019 or 2018 when Ohio State played Maryland right before the Michigan game and Ohio State won 52 to 51 because Maryland went for two at the end of the game and didn't get it and missed a wide open yeah game missed a wide open yeah <laughs> I do remember that I have nightmares Whoa. of that game <laughs> this is the most infuriating game I've ever seen we're just gonna skip this next game uh, Boise State favored by 13 and a half at Wyoming at seven on CBSSN what what well, apparently they're not game. any good. We shouldn't be talking about them, so we're just not going to talk about them. I don't know. We're talking about Boise State and White. But yeah, why is that? Tennessee, uh, favored by 21.5 at South Carolina at 7 on ESPN. God, Tennessee's going to score like they're, 80 on I mean, it, it could, yeah, probably in the 40 to 60 range. Like, they, I mean, they got 60 something against Missouri last week, so. And Missouri. Like beat the bejesus out of South Carolina about a couple that. weeks ago. Um, next game you got Bedlam, uh, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by six and a half oh, at seven thirty on ABC. Uh, yeah, talk talk about a head scratcher yeah. spread on that one. Yeah. I don't um, know what's gonna happen. I, mean, I don't know how good Oklahoma State is, but also you no know Oklahoma's not good. Bedlam Oklahoma at State was uh, undefeated at one point. Sure. I guess everyone Week was one. undefeated at one point. But Bedlam at night. They were undefeated fun. a lot mm-hmm. later in the season than most people. Um, okay. Too bad the better better there's a better game on right at that time. Uh yep. I, I forgot I, I just did a copy and paste rather than a cut. Um UAB at LSU. LSU yeah. favored by fourteen and a half. Wow. <laughs> Why not? Why LSU uh I mean they're gonna be representing their division. <laughs> yeah, well, Do you favor by fourteen not? and a half at nine on ESPN two? I will never understand. Like you're there's not a lot of great game games this week. Blitz. Also, I don't agree with it. I don't, I don't okay. agree with turn of the week at all. Uh, your game of the week is USC, uh, favored by two and a half at UCLA on Fox at eight. Yeah, it's probably the only uh, good game this week. It's the the closest spread of a of a game you'd actually want to watch. I mean, NC State Louisville is four and a half, but do you want to watch that? Okay, that's what I'm saying. No. That 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 would probably be a good turn of the week, honestly. Um, the the actual uh, well, what, what do we want to say on on this one? I mean, USC is oh. probably gonna gonna throw the ball a shit ton. UCLA is gonna run the ball a shit ton, uh, and neither one of them is gonna stop the other team. So, I I don't really know what to say about this one other yeah. than that it's gonna be a good game from the Pac-12, and hopefully everybody watches it for a change. I guess. All right. Well, nothing else on that one. Uh, your turn of the week. Cool. Sure. I mean, I don't know anything about the pass. Oh, Caleb, Caleb Williams is putting up some good, uh, good passing numbers. Listen, anytime Iowa is playing in a game, it is a potential candidate for turn of the no, week. I doesn't know. Alabama Austin P is clearly the turn of the week. There, yeah, it's chicken shit Saturday. I don't understand how you. We don't you put, put like games against like little sisters of the poor on here. We put like shitty games. You do when you're playing them week twelve. When you're playing them I week put, twelve, I generally put in a third of the week against a. You know, it's usually involving P five teams that are shitty. This also isn't even. This is even the worst uh, Big Ten game this week. <sighs> As always, if you want to contribute to the outline beforehand, you can do so. Otherwise, otherwise, Saturday game in here. Shut up. Should have been Iowa versus Minnesota. Western Kentucky at Auburn. Two and a half somehow at four on Fox. I wouldn't recommend watching this. Are you going to watch this, Andrew? No. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. It's gonna Ohio decide. State it's gonna decide the West. The Someone help. It's gonna I'm decide the West. Ohio State plays at the same time, so he's not gonna watch it. I'm assuming. I, uh, uh, it's time for Ohio, Ohio State. State's at three thirty. It is the same time. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch the end of it though. But that's gonna decide. That game is gonna decide. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. I. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Ah, I do. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter who you play. They're all shitty. Um, your Pac-12 after dark game is uh, Utah at Oregon. Uh, I didn't even have, find a spread on this one it, uh, earlier in the week. Anyway, um, that's 9.30 on ESPN, like I said. And that's all the games this week. And, Andrew, can you take us to Pick'ems? You, 
Okay, UMass at Texas A&M is clearly the turn of the week. Hold on, there. UMass is one and nine. <laughs> <laughs> Texas A&M is three and seven. I do not generally include games against oh. non uh, P5 opponents in this oh. because. That rule only applies for the first three weeks of the season when everyone plays like bullshit sure. schools. I mean, I I think it's kind of dumb to include it at this point in the year too. Because if we were gonna just include like a, a P five team playing a little sister of the poor, we could do that every week out of the year. I'm pretty sure I don't we think could. you could. Right, go now? back two weeks. Try find one. Don't we want to keep this moving? Whenever you want to do it. We what's the pickums? What's the question? What are we doing? Picks? All right. Nope. Oh, we're shoot. not doing questions first. Shut up. Yeah, maybe we should do questions now. <laughs> can't fool me. <laughs> All right. Last week, last week, LSU can't shoot shooter. <laughs> uh, LSU Arkansas. Uh, everyone picked LSU because why? Why wouldn't you? Uh, yep. Bama Ole Miss. Bama was eleven half point cover favorite. They did not cover. Only Vegas said they would cover. Great job, everyone. Yay. Cavegas, you suck. Uh, Wisconsin, Iowa. Everyone picked Wisconsin. That was incorrect. Okay. Uh, UNC, Wake Forest. Andy and Vegas picked Wake Forest. That was also wrong. They don't believe in little UNC. Nope. Uh, Texas, TCU. Andy's been looking at too much metrics, and so are Vegas. They picked Texas <laughs> to win, but TCU won that game. And then Texas A&M, Auburn. Only I picked Texas A&M to win. That was incorrect. Your Lockhart Cole pick of the week was UNC by two touchdowns. That was also incorrect. Uh, bringing last week's results to Tom wow. five and one. Hey, Andy three and three with his only. Uh, well, no, nope, you still weren't under five hundred. Yep. You hit five hundred exactly. <laughs> five hundred result. Uh, I'm four and two, and Vegas was two and four. Bringing your current season standings. To in last place, Andy at twenty three yep. and forty three. Andy, that's real bad. Twenty <laughs> games like... under. <laughs> uh, Tom in th- or third place at twenty nine and thirty seven, and we have a new first place person. In second place, we have Vegas thirty seven uh, twenty nine, and me. Vegas had a bad week. In first place, go me thirty eight and twenty eight. Brings us to this week's pickums. Starting up with your turn of the week slash not turn of the week, Iowa at Minnesota. Minnesota's two and a half point favorite. Pretty turn. Tom, who wins? Is is it at Minnesota? It is at Minnesota. Then I'm going to take Minnesota. I don't. I have no idea, but I'm just going to take Minnesota. Mm. Andy, very turdy. However, Iowa is complete dog shit. Minnesota is slightly up from complete dog shit, and it's at home. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Minnesota's strength is Mo Ibrahim and running the ball. Iowa's strength is uh, literally anything outside of offense. Uh, they're going to stop the run. Minnesota's quarterback's very streaky, hit or miss. He's not going to have a good game, I don't think. And I think Iowa wins this game like thirteen to ten. Okay. Uh, Vegas will You're take Minnesota. You're probably right. I have no idea. I've not watched either of these teams play all year. No. Those are good games, though, Carl. No. They're not turds. Those are turds. Those are good teams. Anyways, up next, up next we have... Those are turds. turds. Yes, it Diesel, is. James Madison's not turdy. And Liberty, Arkansas is definitely... Liberty, Arkansas, Arkansas is. is definitely not turdy. Well... No, Arkansas, <laughs> how do you know Arkansas was a top what 10 What are they now? What are they now? How dare you, first of all. Uh, all right, up next we have Bedlam. Uh, Oklahoma State at OU. OU is a seven and a half point favorite as of now. Uh, boy, Yeesh. I guess we'll pick against the spread since that's the rules. I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say your Lockhart Cole pick, Oklahoma State wins. wins. Yeah. yeah. Way to go out on a limb there. You're not going to put a your... point total on it? Yeah, man. That's... Jeez. I'm, I'm making okay. up seven and a half points by All saying right. they're not going to cover. Week. That is, that is, you're, 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 yeah. looks like you're for really real. prepared for, for Saturday. 
Uh, I'm just following my SEC, I'm just following my SEC <laughs> brother's footsteps. Um, I, I, uh, I don't know about this game. I'm gonna go. Uh huh. It's a toss up for me, but I'm actually gonna go. Um, I'm going back and forth here as well. If it were closer, I would. I would probably go with Oklahoma State. I'm gonna go OU. They're not gonna. Oh, hold up, hold up. This is a this is a cover. If it was closer, the cover. I'm so okay. Confused. Then no. Then no on yeah, the cover. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yes. I think it's like three points. Two or three points. I I agree. I think OU will win, but I don't think it will be. Nope. Um, by seven and a half. All right. Vegas says they will. Up next, Ole Miss at Arkansas. Ole Miss is a two and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? Is it going to be like 35 degrees there again? I don't know. All right, I'm still, I'll take Ole Miss still. <laughs> Woof. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that we might have put a little bit too too much gasoline on uh, Arkansas's fire early in the year. I'm I'm gonna go Ole Miss. Weird. Or just Weird anyone after overachieving the prior year. Uh. Didn't what was their record last year? Didn't they? Have yeah, but it was a good eight wins. Year? Who? Arkansas. <laughs> I don't okay. know. What? What? Whatever we're gonna say. A good eight win. Jesus Christ. I think it was more that everybody expected them to be like a five or six uh, win team, and they actually went nine and four. So people were like, "Oh, they overachieved." Uh, so we just assumed they would build on that. Ole Miss wins this. I think Ole Miss wins this game easily. You should have locked this one up. Handedly. Whatever. Uh, up next, NC State, Louisville. Louisville's a three and a half point favorite. You mean Louisville? Boy. We have Louisville. really bad Louisville and NC State shit, NC State. Man, I'm like hearing NC somebody State say Mario all the time. Um, or Florida. <laughs> Florida. Like, huh? Illinois, or, yeah. Illinois. Oregon. Um, Probably say Lancaster. Let's not go oh down. Oh my there. gosh! Don't even get me started. It's Lancaster. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I both these teams suck. Um, and Louisville's at home. I'm gonna go Louisville. I I think that NC State can always pull that NC State shit out. Okay. Is um what's your quarterback's name? Malik uh, something. Uh, is he gonna play? I don't know. If not, then I feel like NC State. You're the resident ACC win. expert here. You should know the answer to these. Yeah, questions. well, he got their their quarterback got injured during the Clemson game. I don't know if he's gonna come back. Like ever? Malik Willis. Is that his name? Uh, Cunningham. Up, up update oh, on the rankings coming out. Um. The basketball the basketball game went to overtime. Fun, okay. It is now going to a second overtime. <laughs> so we are delaying okay. the rankings even further. Malik Cunningham day to day ahead of NC State match, uh, matchup. Uh, huh? I'm gonna take Louisville. All right, Louisville. and Vegas takes Louisville. Up next, we have Utah. At Oregon, Oregon is a three-point favorite. Do we have do we have an update on Bodix's injury availability? That's gonna that's gonna determine who I Bo pick Nick's here. Injury. Dan Lanning offers. <laughs> yeah, Dan Lanning we're getting offers the same crypt, first headline cryptic here. Injury um, update. Oh boy. <laughs> so maybe. I think he's. I'll bet he's going to start to... I'll bet he's going to play. He said, I will say that I feel a lot more positive today getting to hear some news on where As things are two at Two days right ago, now. I'm seeing uh, injury updates. Um, yes. Two days? You mean Sunday? Correct. <laughs> the day and after then the not game. yesterday or today. Um, all right. Tom? Uh-huh. Uh, 
five. <sighs> it is going to be a great game. Yeah. It's going to be a great if game. If Bo Nix is playing. I'll take Utah. Who's Utah lost to this year? Let's see. They lo- oh, yeah, they lost to Florida. Forgot mm-hmm. about that game. They lost to UCLA. Who'd you take? I took Utah. Okay. Andy? I wish we had NFL injury reports. Um, we do not. So I feel like if I'm going with the unknown and going with Oregon, not knowing if he was playing, then I feel like that's kind of kind of foolish. So not knowing that, I'm going to go Utah. So... Uh, I do think Bonex is going to play. I'm back on the Bonex train. Okay. Oregon wins this game. Okay. And Vegas also picks Oregon. All right. Finally, we have your game of the week that could potentially decide the fate of the Pac-12. Uh, USC at UCLA. USC is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, I think UCLA ruins the Pac-12's entire chance of getting a team in the CFP and wins this game. I think you're, I think you're onto something there. I think the the running game, UCLA is too much. I think that they win this game. I think you're both wrong, okay. and I take USC for I don't know what reason. Okay. And Vegas will oh. also take USC. And they are. There's your pickums. All right. And what we questions do we have? Uh, a Kentucky fan asked, could Russia beat Texas A&M? Uh, what? Voter Football, fraud? Presumably? No. <laughs> Recruiting fraud? <laughs> Anything? Oil? Uh, being, I mean, they, uh, they both like produce a lot of oil. Sessions? There's bad leadership. Uh-huh. Top. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. That's correct. They keep saying they have nukes. Yep. Neither do. Um... Yeah, you know, how how much further can we take this? They say, "Look out, we're gonna we're gonna fuck they you." They both up. have some strange rituals performed by the servicemen at their respective places. I guess. Um. Yeah. Uh huh. I think that there's a lot of similarities there. When it was the question about uh, about uh, let, let's change this. Let's say Jumbo versus Putin. Okay. Yeah, Putin. Putin? Putin? Yeah. What is this? Uh, doing what? Like in a fight? Like wrestling grizzly bears? No, just them, like like hand hand to hand. Think so. For, oh, a former man. KGB guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, nobody's really man? seen him in a while, and they think that he has cancer right now. So there's that. Um. You didn't qualify it. I can cancel this. Taking cancerless. Um, yeah, I I don't know because Jimbo's got that got that like crazy on him. He's got like that West Virginia like hillbilly thing. Yeah, like he's got he's got, those bug, I mean, he's got those that bug eyes. Like, weird hillbilly old man strength. Um. Okay, but what's what's but what's like more out there, like West Virginia hillbilly strength or like Russian like like I've been drinking uh, a fifth strength. of vodka every day for my whole life, and uh, that's fair. I don't know which one you're talking about. It still. could be either one. Um, that's either one. I, I think I'd probably take Putin because he would not fight fair. What was our next question? That was dumb. All right, there we go. Uh, our next question uh, is from our Iowa State fan, who asked, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to sure. do some editorializing on this because it's incorrect." The question, but okay. should should Bill Belichick be sentenced for war crimes committed? Mm-hmm. And he puts 1995 is actually 1994 and 1994 for having both Nick Saban and Kirk Ferentz on his staff okay. with the Cleveland Browns. Do now, you think is that worse than you know? him uh, bringing Tom Brady into the limelight that now we have to suffer through Tom Brady for two and a half decades or however long it's been mm. through almost three decades. Huh? Uh, I will say that staff made the Cleveland Browns go 11 and five. 
Mm. And they made his second round of the playoffs. I'm fine with him being sent for war crimes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I, but I only want it because of Tom Brady. Bill Belichick might like that, though. Yeah, that he, only, he only smiles when it hurts yeah. a little bit. Uh, all right. And then uh, our Penn State fan asks, if every household in America simply donated 65 cents, that's just what? one cup of coffee a week. Texas A&M could buy out Jimbo's Fisher's contract. Wait, how can you? Who buys? A, how can you buy coffee for sixty five cents? Where? <laughs> I I was as editorializing again. Will you donate to the five hundred one C today mm-hmm. to end the? I was about to say w- without the song, I'm not doing shit. Of an angel <laughs> <laughs> on Jimbo, just zooming in on like players with like driving around their for in their Ferraris. No, it's, it's zooming in on <laughs> Revelly, Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. Will you? <laughs> would you donate to these poor children? Do you think with all the NIL money that the players got, they could chip in together and buy them out? <laughs> I don't yeah, think they, they don't care. care. They're like fucking. Um, also, <laughs> no, I'm not going to chip Maybe. in sixty five cents because fuck them kids. Yeah. Oh wait, are we speaking yeah, about literal kids now. or college students? Okay. Either way, fuck them kids. <laughs> Both. Also, I'm not an Aggie fan. Why would I give them any money? <laughs> I mean, yeah. They got enough money. Sell some of that oil. I don't want anyone else in the SEC. Sell to some succeed. of your giant class rings. Isn't that wild that they <laughs> have really a giant weird. class ring statue but, I mean, on campus? I mean, on the list of weird things that they do at, at Aggie, that huge. doesn't even rate in the top 10, I don't think. No, but that's like, if you're like, if you told someone, they're like, and that's the weirdest do thing like they a, do, right? You're like, no, we talk about doing an off-season show every year. We could do an off-season show on weird shit in college football, and we could just have an entire episode on, on uh, Texas A&M. All right, that's your uh, questions for there this week. And yes, uh, we did. Um, we did. Also, it. we do have a we do have an email. All right, I we got an email from uh, uh, from Katie last year, last week. Uh, I'm not sure okay. of the origin of this phrase, but I'll just read it. Read the email hey, as y'all. it came over. It says, "Hey, poo nannies." Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, just just start. Hey, it literally says, "Hey, poo nannies." Start, start with "Hey, poo nannies." That's why I read the content of the email what as it the came hell? through. Poo nannies. P o o n a. Can you spell poo nannies? I'm not exactly sure what the origins of that are, and I I feel like it might be problematic there, but I I read it as it came in. Uh, I know what poo nanny uh, is. Yes, but I don't think it's usually. Uh, anyway, I did listen to the. In- I don't know how it's spelled. Also, I've never seen it pluralized. <laughs> okay, I, you can look it I up. I did listen to the entire solo Andy podcast last week. I'm sorry for the loss. That's my uh, girlfriend's mom passed away. Uh, thank you, Katie. I'm actually going down next week for a, a celebration of life thing around uh, Thanksgiving when uh, with her family and whatnot. So that'll. Uh, it's later in the week. No podcast next week. week. Drive down Wednesday. Oh. Why will we week? It's, a podcast it's, next week? Yeah, it's Why will we week? We got to get it in Thursday. I get that. Uh, Tuesday, but, like, sorry. I feel Tuesday, like we're Tuesday. Not, Tuesday. There's not going to be a lot of Tuesday. Okay, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, we got to get that, all that yeah, stuffing yeah. in the chicken. That's yeah, what I'm talking definitely about. Definitely not doing it Thursday. on Thursday. <laughs> I would I would, I would much rather record this <laughs> right. sit around the dinner table. All right, let me continue with the email. My memory is pretty bad, so I don't remember all of it to give notes. I do remember Andy saying he was having computer issues and being super sleepy. Correct. He started talking about Georgia and then said he should wait to talk about them and that there was no one there to roll their eyes at him and keep him in check. Correct. There were there were times I did actually say that there were times he couldn't remember something and wished he had y'all there to answer his questions. Also, correct. I wish I could remember more, but that was like two weeks ago. Exclamation point. And Andy, you're better than third string. Don't let anyone tell you any different. I don't remember the context of this, but thank you. I have no idea. Uh, I guess we should have listened to it so that we'd know what she was talking about. Andy? No, I, what, what, what I'm I getting from this uh, is that, uh, that that you might have some competition <laughs> when uh, when Tom doesn't work out. That's what I'm getting from this. 
No? All right. As far as the assembly, Lynn. As far as the assembly. Oh, wow. She's just... She's, <laughs> That's right. She's just going to make her way around the podcast. As far as the assembly, <laughs> line, oh, we're, stepping steady. Your we're hoping here. to ramp up production soon. Oh. Oh. Sounds like you oh. might be busy tonight. Are we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> The board must have tried had a to. We've, we've decided to increase production. <laughs> All right. Boss says we got to go twenty four seven. That's a. Uh, that's right. Uh, that is all the emails for this week. If you want to invite to the uh, to our Discord server, or if you have questions for us, please send it to podcast at academicallyineligible dot com. And that's all that we have for this week. Uh, so tune in next week for a Thanksgiving episode of the Academically Ineligible podcast. Thank you. Gobble, gobble. Uh, I'm going to live tweet this weekend. No, he's not. (laughs) Peace. Later, taters.